Hey you guys, it's your girl Brianna Bell. Welcome to It's Black and White. If it's your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you guys are here, friends and family. Um, today's word is about cutting it off, right? Um, cutting off the things that is, how can I say? Let me just go with the way the Holy Spirit, hold on, I'm trying to close this door. I can hear my neighbors. So I'm going to just flow. I I know y'all like <laughs> my past few podcasts has, they've been kind of like, I want to say raggedy because I've not been prepared. I've been driving. And then now this one's super late. It's literally 537 right now on a Tuesday. And my goal is always to have a word posted by Tuesday morning, right? And it just seems like I told you guys this month has been so flip floppy. Like it's just has not been going the way I wanted it to go. And so my son, I was trying to get him back in school. But you guys know since COVID is a thing, it's not as easy to get. um, Well, at least at his school, my son's school, it's not easy to, to just return him like or have him go back. Like there's a process. So I had to get him tested, of course. Um, and that's not a problem. It's just, it was a lot of running around. So I, I don't know. I can just spare the details. We don't, we don't need the details, but it's just been a lot and I've been exhausted, (sighs) but through all of that, um, I had a few moments today where I kind of like broke down where I got teary-eyed, like, teary-eyed, and then I, like, had to suck it back, like, I literally told myself, like, suck it up, like, just roll through it, like, get through today, because today just started off just, and I did what I was supposed to do, I started off praise dancing and doing what I had to do, but then, like, I don't know, like, (laughs) it just went left, and so in that, um, I feel like God is always speaking to us when we're in those places. And I learned, I already know to seek God. Like I don't run to certain things for, um, to relieve my stress or for comfort anymore. Like I know to go to God. So in those moments, like what happens when you're looking for God and you don't feel his presence, you know, I feel like I got to that place. And so it was just like, all I had was his word. All I had was, you know what? Joy comes in the morning. You know, all I had was, you know, this is just the enemy trying to knock me off my game because God told me that like, because so much, like, I don't know, God is building this momentum in my ministry and me I can feel it. I can't see it. I can feel it. And so he told me because of that, like the enemy's just trying to knock me off. So it's been crazy. So I had to remind myself what God said. The truth is the enemy doesn't want what God has planned to come forth. So it's like, I'm not going to just stop because it's so easy. And I, I, I put a post on YouTube And it was so relieving. Like, I just, (laughs) sometimes we forget, like, at least I do. I forget my calling is to write. And when I write and when I speak, it is so therapeutic. Like, I can't describe it. And so I was feeling so tense, you guys, until I posted that post. Um, And it was heartfelt. And it was just, 
man, it just got me back on track. Like it is the weirdest thing, but yeah, I don't know if I'm rambling. Let me, let me open up in prayer. <laughs> let me open up in prayer. So father, right now we come to you and we just, we just lift you up. God, we lift you up, up over and above our problems, our stress, uh, our, um, broken hearts we lift you up over our disappointments god our frustration our anger even our confusion because we just can't see god whatever you are doing in this hour i pray god that it will make sense to not just me but to those who are listening to this podcast lord make it make sense to us even the things that maybe we're not supposed to know what it means yet but god we pray that you would just hold our hands and guide us through this thing in jesus name god sharpen our our ears where we can hear you over our flesh over the enemy and over every distraction lord in jesus name even with this word that i'm supposed to give god i just feel like i still feel like i'm all over the place so i just pray that you will bless it anyway god you will make this mess beautiful in jesus name i pray amen and amen i just feel like i'm in this raw place and mm, okay so man I I don't even know what I'm gonna title this y'all just follow me follow me follow me it's the podcast I kind of freestyle on here so um I was having some time with the Lord before I got on here and he was showing me or he reminded me where I was last year and it's similar and what I mean is I'm in a place where I'm like God I've checked off everything I was supposed to do and it's not like a checklist but I'm kind of like okay I'm doing this and doing this and like what's going on I feel like I'm in a um in a whirlwind kind of thing like everything is just moving and I don't feel stable so it's weird Lord, give me the words. It just feels weird. Like nothing's flowing. It it feels like something's wrong. Almost as if I was in sin. I don't know if I'm making sense. So I know I compare it to where I used to be in sin and things were just out of control because I had no guidance. So it doesn't make sense when I'm here and I'm under God. So I think and I feel like I'm in sin. And when I say I'm in sin, I feel like I'm... Um, I don't feel stable. I don't feel grounded. I don't feel rooted. The only way that I feel that way is when I literally root myself. Like I literally just sit down and get under God, you know? And so I'm getting used to that. So here we go. God was showing me that this feeling that I, I can only describe as that, right? He's transitioning me into a, a new place. But not only that, he is showing himself to me in a different way like in a deeper way. And I hope this blesses somebody because I haven't really shared uh, my testimonies about my financial needs being met supernaturally. So last year, um, actually two years ago, um, how do I start this? It doesn't matter. Both, Both times I had to trust God. So there was a situation where I needed to trust God for finances. 
Um, me and my husband were not on good terms. Um, I'll just leave it at that. And I remember praying to God. I remember this is so crazy. So I was me and my husband had a little back and forth thing through text. And then I started to stress out. And so then God, I remember so clearly he said, read Psalms 91. So I read Psalms 91 and I just let it, you know, sink into me and into my spirit. Like, okay, God, I'm believing you. I'm not working. I'm going to need you to make ends meet kind of thing. And so I remember God told me, um, trust me, I got it. Like something like that. It was so quick and short. (laughs) but powerful and I'm like okay like at that point I had no choice like there was nothing else I was gonna do I mean I can't say that I could have just gone back and just said okay to my husband and just kind of fell into the this the play of the enemy and just so I can make sense let me just put it out there um by no means am I blaming my husband okay because I believe a lot of people do this when they have the power to. So it could be men or women. If someone is is used to taking care of you, right? And you they know that you don't have anything to fall back on. It's easy for that person to um, let that power kind of take over them. And then it becomes a manipulative, a, a manipulated situation, right? Witchcraft starts to be, you know, worked up. Right. Let me just put it out there. Um, I'm going to just say this. What's on my heart? I get frustrated because this is just a side note. I get frustrated because my calling is to speak to people in, in a relatable way because that's what I needed. I don't necessarily care about how I look and I don't know if it's selfish that I don't care about how other people look. And the reason why I don't care is because that's not who the person is. Like I know that how people act is not who they are. So to speak, I know that it's demonic, right? Or it's the Holy Spirit. Me being here, being or even having a platform and Bree speaks all these truths and breathe just seems so likable and all that stuff because it's God in me. It's not me. And it's the same the other way around when I was or whoever being evil, being conniving, being controlling is not them. It is the enemy using them. So I've been getting a lot of shade because people don't like how they are being viewed, right? (laughs) It's like, oh, you're making me look bad kind of thing when it's like, I don't care about that. I care about kingdom. I care about people knowing that they're not alone. I care about people understanding what's really happening. I'm tired of this whole thing of just keeping everything a secret and let's just paint things like everything's cool. Like I'm just so tired of that. That's why so many people are bound to so many different things because let's keep everything a secret. You don't get free. The Bible tells us the truth is what sets you free. The Bible tells us confess your sins one to another. So I'm just tired of that. And so I just broke whatever that thing was because I felt like something was keeping me from speaking all that I needed to. So here we go. 
when we were in Texas, my husband was very abusive and very controlling with the money, right? So there'd be times, and I it traumatized me because sometimes he'll just take the money from me. And so then I started doing that too. So we have whatever it doesn't matter like but it was like whenever he had money he gave me some or whatever if if we got into an argument or if I didn't you know do whatever it is or and it, it whatever when we got into an argument and disagreement then the money be snatched back or it will be a no like the next time I ask for something it will be a no and I got tired of that and so what kept me in the house with him for so long was because I didn't have money. Like, how am I going to step out and do anything if I don't have money? How am I going to, you know, and I have three kids, you know, it's not that people are just going to accept me with open arms, you know, like (laughs) that's four mouths to feed. Okay. And that's understandable. So I got to this place where I was like at a, what is it called? Um, at a crossroad. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Holy Spirit. Thank you. I was at a crossroad where it was like, so am I going to stay in the abuse and just suck it up and deal with whatever he's doing? Right? Or am I going to take a leap of faith and probably have to start from the complete bottom and be free and be happy? It, It is when you get to that place. Oh my gosh, I feel this for somebody. Oh, when you get to that place, it is, it's almost sick that that is a choice. Like it's sick that it's either I live comfortably and be comfortably financially, but abused mentally and spiritually and emotionally kind of thing. Or do I want to suffer physically, right? And then have a peace of mind. Like, why is that even an option? Like, why is this, (laughs) they're both bittersweet like why can't we just have the sweetness so it was scary but I got to the end of literally myself like I can't keep putting myself in this like I it was toxic it was not helping me at all no matter how hard I went to God and prayed and tried to be a woman of God it was it was too much for me I needed space I needed to heal I needed my own And so I don't know how God was going to do it because um, at that time I kicked my husband out the apartment, but that wasn't going to last because his name's on a lease. Like I can do that for so long before he comes back in. And then, you know, so I was like, God, I just want to be free. Um, and I remember praying and he said, don't worry, something like, don't worry, I got it. And it was just so quick and whatever. And y'all, I have no idea where I'm going with this, but let's continue, right? (laughs) So then um, it was maybe, okay, so we had no money for food, like none. And it was so amazing that so many people sold into me that um, particular time I had way less subscribers. It was just amazing. I'll never forget, like... These people just blessed me out the yin yang. I was like, oh my gosh. So I had groceries for my kids. Like I didn't have to ask my husband for a penny. And that felt amazing. But as as amazing as that was, I didn't know how long it was going to last. So I was just like, okay. It was literally taking it day by day. So I did, you know, I was responsible with the money. I tithed. I, um got what me and my kids needed and they were like kind of like wow too then y'all 
God dropped $5,000 in my bank account. $5,000. And I remember when I saw it, like it was just one afternoon, I was checking my bank account or whatever. I saw it and I like thought I was tripping. Like, why are there so many zeros? Like, what the heck? Like, I was just, what? And I just, it seemed like time like froze or something. And then I looked into the details of it and I'm like, huh? I mean, it's, it's to me. It says Brianna Brandon. That's me. So I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, something not right. So I, I couldn't even get excited. I kid y'all not. Like that money sat in my bank account for like three weeks, three, four weeks, maybe about a month. Like it was a long time. And I remember I kept looking like, is it going to disappear? Like I promise you guys. And then I was thinking, okay, maybe I should just spend this money real quick so me and my kids can just have a day of like fun because we weren't really having fun and stuff so maybe I could just do something with them but it was so funny that I did not get excited about it like I saw the money I um I felt blessed I felt secure but I didn't feel what I usually feel when I get money like you know it's tax season shoot even when the stimulus dropped like I was excited like we're gonna get this we're gonna get that this that and this and uh like that's how I used to feel whenever I got a large lump of money but this time I didn't and I was like what is wrong with me like what is wrong with me y'all do you know um, and it's so important to just follow the Holy Spirit because it was like the Holy Spirit was holding me back from just squandering the money because I was able to rent an Airbnb for me and my children for like a month and a half. And it was right before I moved to te- um, back to Cali. So it was a moment where I needed to just trust God. I don't even know. Why am I saying all this? Um. Okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. So it was a moment where I needed to trust um, God as my provider. I've never known God as my provider in any kind of way. But when he did that, y'all, I had a, a place to stay. It was so peaceful. My kids, we loved it. Like, I didn't like being separated from my husband. It was actually very stressful. Like, it was the weirdest thing, like, leaving him. So I, don't, I won't get into details. But when I was leaving... Everything in me was telling me you are making a mistake. Like my flesh was like, girl, what is wrong with you? You're going to be living in a place by yourself, just you and your kids. Who's going to protect you? You know, like <laughs> all these, like I was so scared and I was just trying to keep it together because I had to be strong for my kids. Like it was just crazy. It was like in that moment, God was showing himself to be my husband He was showing himself to be like my provider, my protector. And he was just going before me, y'all. Then the weather had the nerve to be like super like rainy. And Texas is always like hurricane like weather um, on a certain time of the year. And y'all like it was flooded. (laughs) Anyway, I say all this to say God showed himself to me in a way I've never experienced him before. And before I even got to see him like that, like it's a miracle. Thank you, Jesus. Before the miracle dropped, it took me just accepting the unknown. It took me accepting this. I don't know. Like I was just, I don't know. And sometimes it feels irresponsible. It feels irresponsible sometimes, especially when you have a family God, you want me to trust you like this? I have kids. 
Like, God, it was like, Lord, all I can do is just rock with you. Like, okay. You know, and he came through for me. And I'm going to tell you, it's not the easiest thing, but it happened. And now I know why I said all that. God has me there again. And it's not financially this time because he's been meeting my needs like all the time. Okay, (laughs) y'all, all the time. Like, it's just amazing. But this time, I don't know yet. And sometimes it's like that. Sometimes we're going to walk through things. We're walking through the valley. <laughs> we don't know where we're going. We don't know what lessons are being learned. All we know is like we're taking it day by day. And I know that this is a faith thing. Like God was highlighting to me last night, kind of in between my sleep. Like I was up, but I wasn't. And he just said so clearly, like your ministry is about faith. Your platform, it's about faith. That's why I have you tell your story. That's why I have you speak things that you don't even know. Like, I just speak when he tells me to speak. It don't make any kind of sense to me either. Sometimes they do. Most of the times they do, right? Because I have time to meditate on them. But sometimes I'm like, okay, if you say so. And it's the, I'm trying to get out of this place where it's not scary. And I think that's where he wants me. I don't know. Like, y'all, I don't know. But I'm saying all this to say, like, I think that's where he's having us again. Like, we are all in this place, like this pocket of like, what is going on? And, you know, like what's coming to mind, I think the Israelites felt like that when they were walking um, through the Red Sea. Like, you know, or shoot, or even just walking to the promised land, it's like, I don't know what, what, what's a promised land. We just came out of slavery. We just came out of bondage. We can't even imagine what freedom looks like. Can't even imagine what peace looks like. I can't even imagine what restoration looks like. What? Like a happy marriage, a kingdom marriage. I can't even fathom that at this point because things have been so bad. And it's like, we're just at this place where it's like, I literally just got to put one step before the other, like one foot, excuse me, one foot before the other. And literally trust God, you are going to catch me if I fall, like, because you are all I have to bet on at this point. Yes, Holy Spirit. It's like coming completely out of ourselves. We are in a place of transitioning of like God is taking us even out of ourselves and we're really tapping into our spirit, man. The part of us that's going to heaven, like our souls, like it's it's past the physical. Now we're not, we can't, we can't trust our eyes and ears at this point. We can't trust what we're seeing and experiencing in our environment right now. Like it's literally a spiritual thing of like, God, I'm focused on what I can't see. And that's just what it is. Like, I don't know if I'm explaining this correctly. (laughs) I hope y'all get it. I hope you do. So with that being said, um, to catch you guys up where I am, I am, I am being stretched and it seems like God keeps stretching me. So it's almost like, like, how much more can you stretch a girl? Like, he's stretching me um, even more because, like I said, like, spiritually, I feel advancement. I feel promotion. I feel 
growth. Like, absolutely. But with that, there's been even more on my plate in the natural. Like, battling demons, y'all. Literal, literal demons. And it's been unpleasant. And sometimes it can feel um, overwhelming, especially when you have things that you have to do, like take care of your family. And then it's like, all I want to do is just stay under you, God. (laughs) But if I were to do that, as long as I would like to, it would mean neglecting my children. And so um, it's just been like, man, uh, it's just bittersweet. And so, okay, Lord, now why did I say that part? Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Like he really keeping me on board. Thank you. So I say all that to say, God showed me today when I felt, um, y'all ever get to a place where you've been so like you, you're so over it. Like you just, you can't even get mad. Have y'all ever been like, I just, I can't even get mad. Like now you could almost laugh. That's scary when somebody gets to that place where they are so angry and just over over it that they just laugh, right? I felt like that today because I used to love grocery shopping. I hate doing it now and I don't like, you know, it's just little petty stuff at this point. And when I go grocery shopping and then I don't, I'm not told about something that we don't have and I already came home, I'm just, you know. So it's just little stuff like that, dealing with people. Very, very, people are just so inconsiderate out here in Los Angeles. <laughs> Probably everywhere, because I know in Texas, those people felt very entitled too. So it was, that was a thing. But people have just been so selfish. Like, so there's that. And then um, just on top of just the obstacles um, in my marriage, they're new. <laughs> they're new. And so new for me, at least, I should say. Uh, that's a word because y'all, okay, there's so much I want to say. Let me stay focused. So all these different things, um, I was just like, man, Lord, like, I just want to be with you. Have y'all ever, I was just like, God, I just want to go to heaven. Like just, um, my old friend, uh, man, I kind of miss her, but my old friend, she used to say this all the time. Like, Lord, just blow it all up, blow the whole thing up. And I used to always get tickled by it because yes, like at this point, God, just take us, please <laughs> like swing low, like come scoop us up, Jesus. So God was like, Bri, I need you to create your own like oasis. And he was right. Like, cause, um, I didn't even think about this in Texas. Y'all, my place was the closet, my closet. Oh my gosh. Like I just always wanted to be in there because it was like my oasis. It was like my place to be with God. That was my place of just where I could relax and I can release. And I felt like you know, no one can bother me kind of thing. So now it was like, God's like creating the environment, like finding a place y'all. And for you, it could be your car. It could be a public place like the beach or a park. Um, I knew somebody who had a tree, like they always went to this tree at a park and just sit up under the tree. Um, what else? It could be anywhere. Like you find a place, your bathroom right now it's my bathroom. Like when I take a shower, it's just me and God, like, you know, and it's like, that is all we have. (laughs) 
just right now. I'm not saying it's like that forever, but when you are going through a storm, when you're going through the unknown, when things aren't making sense and the enemy just stay steady throwing stuff at you because he just like, man, I just want this person to fall. He is so intimidated by you. By you. He's like, uh-uh, we need them to stop, slow down, turn around, quit. Like, no, right? And so to prevent that, God's like, I need you to just have that thing for you. And so locking myself up in my bathroom. And that was something I looked forward to. Can nobody stop me from that? And it has to be something that nothing and no one can stop you from. God was teaching me there is like we could be selfish. Selfish in a way. This is the thing. People who are already selfish should not be selfish. And people who aren't selfish should be selfish. If that makes sense. I was someone who always put people first. I I always put myself last. Like, I didn't care. Uh, I didn't care about me. I neglected me all the time. Like, it's like I betrayed myself. It was ridiculous. And I always just wanted people to be good because I wanted to be accepted and stuff. And feel like I belonged, all that stuff. And God had to teach me to start loving myself. I can't, like, what's most important? How am I going to love other people if I can't love myself? And it's God. The order is literally God, you, then others. If you're not loving on yourself, and I'm not saying in this in a perverted way, like, you know, forget everybody else. I'm not saying that. But you have to, like, check on you. Check in on you if you haven't been. And so that's my time. That's my place where I can check in on me and do a self check and even just love up on myself, you know, speaking affirmations and things like things like that. Spending money on me. I had a friend who taught me that, too, and it felt so weird. But, you know, when you have kids, they always need things. Always. Always. (laughs) Like always. And then it gets to a place where I never had any time for me. So I had to be okay with making sacrifices for me. I'm going to get my toes done. That's me loving on me. I'm going to buy myself a shirt. I'm going to buy some pajamas, like a set of pajamas. Okay. What? Eyelashes, whatever. Like giving back to me. Not a bunch of stuff like all the time. But it's just so important to do those things. Where am I going? So, yeah, that's just kind of where I've been. Um, yeah, I hope that makes sense. So let me actually now get into this word. So God was teaching me about cutting it off. So let me read um, the scripture. So we're going to be in Matthew chapter 18, verse 7 through 10. Time is it? Okay, six. Okay, um, seven through ten, and it says, "What sorrow awaits the world because it tempts people to sin? Temptations are inevitable, but what sorrow awaits the person who does the tempting?" Right. So, if your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It's better to enter eternal life. Sorry, you guys. It's better to enter eternal life with only one hand or one foot than to be thrown into eternal fire with both of your hands and feet. And if your eyes causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. It's better to enter eternal life with only one eye 
than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fire of hell. So let me see. It says, beware that you don't look down on any other. Okay, I don't. That wasn't it. So it's actually seven through nine. So seven, eight and nine. And God um, has really been helping me discern what's my problem and what I should be doing and what I shouldn't be doing, like what I should help with and what I shouldn't be helping with. And um, there's actually um, my pastor, Jerry Flowers. Oh, my God. True man of God. Like amazing. He has a. He's on YouTube. It's called Redefined TV. It's on YouTube. It's called Redefined TV. And he has a series that's called like the discernment series. And when you go to that in the playlist, you look for the episode that says that's not my problem. I'm gonna tell y'all something. It was crazy that he even had that specific titled sermon because that was something God's been preaching to me all November. I had no idea about that video because I'm on his new series and that was an old series. Like, I, so I haven't been watching him straight through, but lately, like I've been watching the newest, the newest, whatever. But anyway, so when I saw that, I was blown away. I'm like, God, this is what you've been telling me. And that sermon will break it down to you better than I can. I'm sure. So y'all make sure y'all just check that out. And then this word will probably make sense. So when God was speaking to me about, you know, things that's not being my problem, he's really like, first, let me say this. Your girl already has an amazing cutoff game, but I'm able to cut off things that that takes away from my peace anyway, like things that I know that I'm not gonna people, I should say people who I know that they just not gonna change. Like I get to that point where I'm like, whatever, it's so easy for me to chop easy, like clean cut, clean. I don't think nothing of it. I don't think I don't regret it. Like, uh, -uh. you know, because I have a tolerance anyway, which is, I don't know if this is good or bad, but I let people hurt me up until I get to a certain point Then I'm like, yeah, no, we're done. Okay. So unfortunately I was struggling with that when it came to my husband, like God, you want me to stay in this man's life. You want me to stay his wife. You said, I can't leave him. You said it's my kingdom spouse. Okay. Things been kind of like, not the way I wanted to be. (laughs) Like, it's just irritating. Like that's how I feel. It's like, irritated and I know it is the enemy so I'm just like okay well how do I do this how do I do this because when I love through it I just get hurt more and then if I ignore him and cut him off then I am literally tearing down my own house with my own hands and that's a scripture ladies so I was kind of like okay I don't know what to do and so God was teaching me how to cut certain things off like whatever takes away from my peace So it was, it's a balance of like me, I still love my husband, I'm going to stay, I don't even think about divorcing him anymore, but I noticed that this certain thing, or there are some things that he needs to deal with, it's not my job. Like, that's not my job. Ladies, look, y'all not, y'all not gonna like me for this one. (laughs) 
Because this is what God told me. We are wired to be helpmates. So sometimes it's conflicting that we are naturally like that. And then say you're dealing with someone who just does not want your help, doesn't receive your help, despises your help, laughs at your help kind of thing. Like it it becomes frustrating. And so God was teaching me boundaries of like respecting my husband's boundaries as in he doesn't want my help in that area. He don't need my help in that area. I mean, I could see clearly what's up. Like, and I could just, this is what it is. This is what God says. But there's something about not receiving it. There's no judgment because our kids are like that too. I know I was like that. My parents can tell me something and I'm like, no. Like, I just wouldn't receive it from them. Like, I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. But then my friend or their parents say it and then I receive it. You know what I, So it's like, it's that thing, I think. It's just... Is that thing. And then the Bible even talks about in Genesis when Eve, um, you know, bit the fruit and then Adam bit the fruit. So it says in the Bible that we, us women, let me go to it. Let me just go to it. But it was saying something about like us women are going to want to, um, 316. Yes. Okay. So this is Genesis 3, um, 16. And it says, then he said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy. Right. And in the pain, uh, and in pain, you will give birth. This is because, you know, um, Eve was deceived by the enemy. Like she sat here and, and ate the fruit. Right. But then this is the second part. This is a consequence. This is a consequence because it like what happened with Eve. Okay. So we, this is funny. We accept the the fact that, okay, I'm going to have this baby and I know we all know us women all know what the end result is going to be. We already know what we have to go through. We accept it. We with it. Boom. But this is the part that kind of blew my mind because we kind of looked over this part. It says, and you will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. I said, wow, because this is what I think at the beginning, God intended for husband and wife to be equal in a sense. I mean, we are and we're not. No, I'm going to just say we're not. So this is what it is. The order is God, the husband, then us, then the, then the wives. Okay. So because, because of what Eve did, like she's the one who got deceived first. Right. Where has she not? It could have just been equal, equal. Like I could have, it would have been easy for me to tell my husband like, Hey, look, this is what I see. Yada, yada, yada. This is what I'm discerning. This is, you know, this is what I believe. The Lord is saying, yada, yada, yada. And then he would probably receive it, right? Versus now. And I'm going to tell y'all something. This woman, it was an old woman who went to my old church. And I remember one time she told me, um, she was like, yeah, you know, husbands, they don't listen. What you should do is, you know, make it seem like it's his idea. I thought that was crazy advice. Like, what is that not last? Like, what you what you want me to manipulate him? Like, kind of trick him to think that it was his idea. I don't. To me, because you guys know it's black and white. I'm very straightforward. I don't. I feel like that's too much work. That's that's too much work for me to think. And my husband's super smart. Like, he probably gonna catch me on that anyway. Like, no. <laughs> no, but it's funny because it goes back to what, what the Bible says. Like 
it's just we're going to have that desire to try to control them. And I don't think he means control as Jezzy, like Jezebel, but just what I'm doing or what you may be doing or all the other ladies. Like we know something, we see something and the husband ain't with it yet. So God was like, look, it's going, he's going to have his own Nathan. He's going to have his own like encounter, kind of like how I needed my own encounter to see and reverence my husband the way I'm supposed to. Like, regardless of how I think he's moving, whether I agree with it or not, I know how to get on my knees and pray. If I don't like it, I don't really say much to him about stuff anymore. And that, that is a testimony in itself. But now I just go behind the scenes. And I tell God and guess what? God rules in my favor most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. But anyway, so um, why was I saying that? Okay, so yeah, so I was like, okay, God, how do I do this? Because there's certain things that I feel is just shouldn't be looked over. You know, things that I feel like should be addressed. Things that I feel like he should be doing. Things that, you know would help us and he just doesn't want to receive that from me like he thinks no it's okay this is this and that's like the most frustrating thing ever for me so God just told me like that can't be what disrupt your peace like you're gonna have to cut that off the the way that he responds to you just to how I cut it off is I just don't even say anything anymore to him like I'm not gonna say this and express this to him because I know how the end result is gonna be if he comes to me and asks me what do I think then okay he'll have my opinion right um as far as certain people just cutting it off I'm just not even gonna get upset just not gonna do it like I'm just not gonna put myself in certain situations and hope for the best I don't do that anymore because to me I feel like that's not wisdom we're just taking chances. And so what I'm learning with wisdom is like, if you know something, like you know how somebody moves, you know how somebody thinks, it's just amazing. You're going to know how to move too. And it's something I've been telling my kids too, that critical thinking. It's like playing chess. And I hate to say it like it's playing games, but it's like know how this person is going to move. I know how this person is going to respond. I know how this person feels about me. Save your words, save your energy, save your time and just kind of invest back into me. Like that's kind of what I've been doing, you know, and just letting God be God at the end of the day. So what else, uh, Holy Spirit, did you have for me? Because I didn't take any notes about this, Um, cutting it off. Yeah, so like the scripture says, right, there's something that literally brings you harm. It's something that you're doing that brings you harm. Don't do it. If And I don't know why this is dropping in my spirit for somebody. If you are looking at somebody's social media and every time you look, you get angry. Sis, bro, you got to cut that off. Block that person. You can't keep doing that to yourself. I'm going to tell you right now. Excuse me. I struggled with that because I had a sabotaging spirit. Like, I don't know why or what it came from, but I used to do that. I used to look at my husband's ex-girlfriends like, oh, my gosh. When I think of that version of me, I just cringe. (laughs) 
<laughs> she's she was so insecure like I don't even know why I could not tell y'all but I used to be obsessed I was and every time I looked it just made me mad I, y'all still haven't told me it's pissed off bad because I still say it I don't know if it's a bad word I mean I wouldn't say that on anybody's pulpit Okay, maybe I shouldn't say it. That was that was convicting. Okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, I'm gonna stop saying that. But I was hot. Every time I looked at her stuff, I was hot. Like I was just so mad. Like, why are you like riling yourself up? Crazy. Like my husband, from what I know, ain't even thinking about this girl. Like, what but here I am. <laughs> you know, or um who else? There are certain people that I used to talk to. I used to go back and look at certain people's YouTube's channel, YouTube channels. I don't do that anymore. Like, for what? It's just moving forward at this time. Like, we can't look backwards. You know what I mean? We're just moving forward. And you got to cut those things off that's going to drive you to sin. Like, things that's going to play. For me, with, when God gave me this word, it was about things that are coming against your peace. Okay. Um, I think that's it. I feel like most of what I said before this was what God wanted me to speak. But I wrote this down mm, about a week or two ago. I don't know. I don't know. I hope it made sense. If it didn't, you guys email me and I will definitely double back. But we just have to focus on going higher we have to focus on the things that bring us peace oh my gosh that is a scripture I just don't know where it is when God tells us to focus on the things that are of him now I know why he says that because when we don't and when we're inside of our own heads oh my gosh it can literally destroy your day your mood everything it is crazy But yeah, focusing on the promises of God, like the thing is a lot of you, if not all of you have something to do, something that's purposeful, where you are is not just because this is just a part of your, your story, or this is just a part of your journey. It is to grow you and mold you. Like I told you guys, the pressure I was under today was insane. And I did feel like cracking. Instead of cracking, I had to pour out, like pour out what I felt, right? And then it brought me back to where I needed to be. It's the same with you guys. It's just kind of like, Lord, why am I going through this? Like, what are you teaching me? Because it's not that God's like, oh yeah, watch my daughter suffer. Like she's she could get through suffering. It's something else like that God's pulling out of you patience faith anything like you gotta ask God what that is and with that like you focus on your purpose that's something else um pastor Jerry says Jerry Flowers says that when you're in purpose like how does he say I don't want to butcher it but like when you're in purpose you don't have time to focus on anything else and it's amazing because God told me don't slow down for anybody. Like, I don't have time for it. You know, like people, if you can discern somebody is not trying to change, it's time to move on. Like, you are not God. <laughs> if these people don't say yes to God, they're definitely not going to say yes to you. So it's just, you don't have to waste your time. And that's something I used to feel guilty about. Like, I got to save everybody. No, Jesus is the savior. I am just a vessel. I just help. 
And with that, there's certain people that are assigned to you. So you don't have to do every single thing. Okay. So it's just finding out what it is. Okay. So that's all I got. Like, that's literally all I got. I'm not going to like, you know, press the issue and try to squeeze myself like because I can't think of anything and I don't want to just be talking out my flesh so that's all I got for you guys I love you guys so so much you know to keep it black and white cut off any and everything that comes against your your peace that comes against your happiness that comes that comes against your walk with God whatever it is and don't be afraid just like my testimony earlier God is gonna meet you when you make a sacrifice he's gonna show you that your sacrifice was worth something. It's not just you just free falling and that's it. God always gives you back more. He's going to give you back better. He's going to upgrade you always, right? It's just, you know, he does it how he wants to. So, I hear my kids. That's what I was listening to. So, I got to go get dinner together, but... You guys be blessed. I'm going to close this out in prayer. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for my people. Oh, God, I pray that you will hug them for me. God, I pray that they receive the word. I'm going to have to play it back because I don't know what you were doing on the first half. But I pray that it bless them, God. Mm. It bless them supernaturally. Lord, I am yours. I am yours. I'm going to just say whatever it is that's on your heart, God. In Jesus' name, God, I pray that you will meet every need. I pray, God, that you will help free every single person who is in some form of bondage. God, that you will break them free in Jesus' name. God, we thank you for their word. God, build build their appetite, God, to seek your word and eat your word, literally eat and enjoy your word and let your word grow them. Um, not just spiritually, but even physically, God, in Jesus name. Um, I pray God that, yes, Lord, you will meet every need, every unspoken need in the name of Jesus supernaturally. Yes. God, show them the miracle that you showed me. Mm. Give them the same exact, not the same exact, but show yourself in the same way or in a similar way, God, that's very impactful, like in a way that they will never forget. They will never doubt you in that certain area, Father. In Jesus name, God, we are so excited to see what you're going to do. God, we are waiting, truly just waiting for you to just show your hand in a mighty way. In Jesus' name, God, we give you all the honor and all the glory. And we just thank you for being such a loving father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God, I pray I pray that blessed y'all. So, you guys, if you want to have a one-on-one with me, as you know, I love to talk. So, if you want to chop it up, go ahead and book a session online. It is listed in the description box below. Also, if you have not already, go ahead and get my book. You guys, it's Christmas time. Like Christmas is coming. It's a perfect gift. And the reason why it's a perfect gift is because it's not only a good read, but it is going to feed you. It is going to free you. And it's going to change your perspectives on a whole lot of things. Like just to help you walk this walk with Christ. Okay. It did it for me. I know it's going to do it for you. Okay. So I love you guys. 
guys and I will talk to you guys next Tuesday thank you guys so much for your patience and understanding like me being a mom and just having all these things I gotta do it is just (sighs) but I'm just trying to get through it like I'm trying to embrace the change I'm not supposed to be giving a podcast this late but it's like holy spirit just have your way okay just have your way okay so I love you guys I'll talk to you guys soon bye